Welcome to Smart Companies Thinking Bigger Radio. Get the inside scoop on how America's most successful business owners transform their entrepreneurial vision into reality. And listen in as some of the top business minds in the country serve up practical advice, tips, and insights for growing your business. Now, here's your host, Kelly Scanlon. Good morning. Welcome to Smart Companies Radio. I'm Kelly Scanlon, publisher of Thinking Bigger Business Media. Our guest today is Justin Brooks. He's the founder and CEO of J.H. Brooks & Company, which is a real estate development company. And he's here today to talk with us about his entrepreneurial journey. Welcome to the show today, Justin. Thank you, Kelly. Let's talk about your company, J.H. Brooks. How did that get started? What inspired you to start such a company? Um, you know, I think it all started back when I was a kid. I uh <laughs> Yeah, it was uh, it's actually really interesting. Um, I grew up in the city, born and raised in Kansas City, um, and uh, it actually didn't get started in real estate. I went to a uh, what's called a bull and bears camp for inner city youth at Bruce R. Watkins at the age of eight. It was put on by a guy named Douglas Cole um, at that time with Merle Lynch. And um, the way he got us in was he said, there's going to be uh, biscuits from uh, McDonald's. And so oh. that's it was a funny story. I mean, that that was what enticed the eight-year-old kid. So um, thankfully, he did that, and I went in and uh, I learned as much as I could because I was I was actually interested. Um, growing up in what was a single-family home, I uh, experienced a lot of ups and downs, goods and bads. One of the things that stayed consistent was uh, church and entrepreneurship. So mm-hmm. um, I got the ability, I got the opportunity to uh, to experience what it meant to buy low and sell high. And that sparked an interest in me. So um, I uh, actually went off uh, for a few years. I served in the U.S. Navy. I was a five-year active duty sailor. And uh, during that time, I uh, got introduced to a book called uh, Rich Dad, Poor Dad by uh, Robert Kiyosaki. And, yeah, uh, yeah. and so once I read that book, it changed my life, changed everything that I thought about uh, when it came to real estate and business. And, um it took me on what I like to call my downhill slide. I've read three, four, five hundred books now um, and uh, just continue to uh, educate and learn. And uh, that's what brought me to real estate. So I've, I've always been interested in real estate and uh, loved real estate. And uh, as I continue to fall in love with real estate, uh, that's where J.H. Brooks and Company um, was inspired. I looked at a couple of uh, heroes in the industry that I look up to um, one being Herman J. Russell, uh, who runs H.J. Uh, Russell and Company, hence the J.H. Brooks and Company, and uh, R. Donahue Peebles, which was another uh, African-American developer. Um, and once I read their bios, it was very inspirational. And uh, I said, you know, I can do it. So that's where the J.H. Brooks and Company came from. Okay. And you not only knew from the ripe old age, what, seven or eight, that you were going to be an entrepreneur, you actually knew where you were going to make your mark with that entrepreneurship. You knew it was going to be real estate. That's pretty phenomenal. Yeah, it's it's actually, it's, uh, it's very interesting. Um, when I was in the uh, second grade, I... Um, I had a really wild imagination, so uh, and I'm sure most kids do. But uh, in the second grade, I I, uh, I I told the story to a friend of mine. Um, two parts to the story. One was um, I had 
I had an idea for a garage, and the garage was two-tiered. It was stacked on top of each other, and uh, it had three garage doors on the bottom, and in my mind, it had three garage doors on the top. Now, I thought maybe I'll just build a ramp to go to the top floor, and you know, people <laughs> could drive up on the top. And, and it sounds really crazy, but in my head, I could still see that picture. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, l- little did I know they actually existed, because when I went to Japan when I was in the Navy, I seen elevator garages, and so I said, "Wow, you know, as a kid, you're like, oh, the other kids, oh, that's not possible." And then when you grow up and you see it as an adult, it's kind of uh, sobering. So after after that, uh, the other story was, uh, you know, with my wild imagination, um, and I didn't know I was doing this. I actually didn't find out until uh, rather recently what uh, the actual term was called, but it's called vertical integration. Um, when I was a kid, I loved to cook, and, you know, I did the bull and bears camp, and so um, I uh, I used to cook. My favorite food was macaroni, cheese, and chicken, and so when I, when I told my mom, I said, I'm going to own a restaurant when I grow up, and I'm going to own a bakery, and so I said, I'm going to bake cakes, and I'm going to own the flour, and I'm going to own the eggs, and I'm going to own uh, the sugar, and I'm going to own the pans, and I'm going to own everything that's associated because Back in, I think it was 94 or 95, Bill Gates had, had a, um, said he had a monopoly. They, the government had a, allegedly said he had a monopoly. And I said, what is a monopoly? When I talked to my mom, I said, what is a monopoly? And she said, it's when one person owns everything. Mm-hmm. And uh, I said, well, I want to own a monopoly because at the time I didn't have very much. So I was like, oh, if, if he owns a monopoly, he's the richest person in the world, I'm going to own a monopoly. And, uh you know, long story short, I started vertically integrating at the age of eight or nine, which I, did, again, didn't know uh, until <laughs> very recently. <laughs> you learned the, finally learned the term for it. <laughs> right. <laughs> okay. Well, tell us about some of the, uh, I guess, the biggest challenges that you've had. You sound like a very focused guy who, from a, as we've talked about, a very young age, you had your eye on the prize, and you've just gone for it. And you really, you're really making it sound very easy. I'm sure that you've mm-hmm. had some challenges along the way. What were those, um, at least the first ones, and how did you overcome those? Um, you know, I think um, the one that comes to mind that's probably the, uh, the catalyst event in my life was um, when I got out of the military, I think every, every veteran has to go through this transition period. And I went through a transition period that um, – it really took me about 12 months to get through. Um, I uh, I got out the military, went to school for about six months, but I, you know, at the age of 22, I had already had a wife and kids. So going to school with uh, what are 18 and 19 year olds, I was probably like the oldest guy in class, and I already had a wife and a family, uh, and so. Um, I realized that wasn't sustainable with no income, and um, I went out and I tried my hand in my first business. Um, and uh, it was in real estate. I was a real estate sales agent, um, and uh, I like to refer to that as my first business because you're 1099, so you produce or you don't eat. And right, um, you eat what you kill. Yeah. <laughs> right. And so uh, I said, uh, I said I'm going to go out here. I told my wife, I said I'm going to go out here and I'll do it. We have uh, we had about at the time about ten thousand dollars left in our savings account. And uh, little did I know, uh, most realtors uh, for the first three years of the statistic put out that uh, they only make about $33,000 for uh, three years on average. So uh, you don't – for over the, the course of three years. And so um, I ended up burning through that $10,000 plus some. Um, and uh, we were at a point 
about a, a month point where we weren't sure whether we were going to be uh, in Florida uh, or Boston or uh, Texas. And um, so what I ended up doing, uh, I started on the side uh, with my business. Um, I ended up going broke, completely broke, uh, but I ended up getting a job. Um, and this is kind of the highlight of, uh, I guess, my life. Um, when I was 18, I had said I wanted to earn uh, a certain income. And so when I said I wanted to earn that income, I went out and did exactly what I wanted, uh, what I thought would get me there. And it actually didn't get me there. And it took a kind of a turn, but it, it opened doors in other areas. So um, when I ended up hitting rock bottom, uh, my one skill, uh, air traffic control, uh, was my actual background and training in the U.S. Navy. And uh, that actually helped me out tremendously. Uh, when I hit rock bottom, so it actually uh, it enabled me to get a a job that kept my family from being homeless. Okay, so you so you went from being a real estate agent to being an air traffic controller, and you you had started this real estate development business on the side. Did I hear that correctly? Yeah. So everything that I've done so far has uh, started on the, in small, very uh, incremental steps. I've uh, I've done quite a few bigger projects, um, but I've really been very specific and methodical because uh, I now have three kids, and um, one of the things that real estate is known for is uh, ups and downs. And mm-hmm. so uh, I didn't want to get into a real estate field after coming out of the crash. I got out of the Navy in 2010. Coming out of the crash, I didn't want to go through uh, that roller coaster ride with my family. So. Um, I started my real estate development company on the side, and um, my, like I said, my background was air traffic control, and uh, I got a job in another field. I'm not an air traffic controller anymore, but that training allowed me to get a job in another field to start my company to put capital into my business versus yeah. just uh, going out there and kind of uh, free-falling with, with right. no uh, yeah. plan. What What happened that made you know, okay, I can ditch the day job and I can go all in on this real estate development company? Um, one of my projects I was um I was working on, it actually um it actually proved work. I mean I you know, as an entrepreneur we start a lot of different things and uh as uh this project developed it was it it turned out to be a lot more successful than I thought it was. And so um than I thought it was going to be. So uh, I guess I read a book, uh, and, it, and it talked about how you place uh, very small, uh, quote-unquote, bets um, on your entrepreneurial dreams and don't go all in until you know for sure that that is uh, exactly what you want. It was actually a book by uh, Diana Kander um, called The All-In Startup, and it was an excellent oh, yeah. book for, yeah, excellent book. Yeah. And, uh so once I read that, and, and I, that's kind of how I've uh, I've done everything in real estate is uh, as a startup. You know, I consider myself the non-traditional startup, non-tech startup, uh, the guy who's just trying to put small incremental bets on the table to see which one hits. Mm-hmm. Yeah, before you go all in, right. where do you want to take where do you want to take your company from here? Where do you see it going? Uh, say the next five, ten years. Uh, you know, I think. Um, it really actually it's no thinking um we're gonna we're gonna go into a couple of different fields i've been studying um what's called syndication it's uh, the ability to raise raise private funds so 
Um, it's going to be a syndication, construction, property management, and development company. And I think I'm going to add a hospitality twist to it. Um, one of my big, hairy, audacious goals is to uh, build a skyscraper. So I'm going to build a skyscraper, and uh, a lot of the skyscrapers I've seen are either office or hotel. So yes. um, one, of the, uh, one of the two, and so if that's what it takes, then that's what I'll build. Do you have your eye on any particular area of the country? Um, you know, I don't know. I know uh, there was just a publication that, that was put out, um, a couple of gentlemen, uh, one of which was, uh, I believe, uh, the People's Court, R. Donahue Peebles, was building the uh, first skyscraper uh, ran by uh, a majority of minority uh, builders. So they're putting it up in L.A., and it's going to be the lar- largest, tallest uh, skyscraper in L.A. Um, so... To be honest, I am open, completely open uh, to where it's going to be. I'm not exactly sure how I'm going to do it, but uh, I guess that's what every entrepreneur does. They dream before they know how. Well, that's true. And and somehow you, if you're successful, you recognize the opportunity when it presents itself and then you go after it. So uh, what would you say has been the achievement that you're most proud of so far? Um, You know, I think it's – a non-business, non-monetary kind of thing. It was my my family. Um, I don't think that you can replace uh, family. Um, And so um, I got three beautiful kids and a wife, and um, they're all girls, and they all are between the ages of eight and two. So I get the opportunity every day to see the light in their eyes when I walk through the door or we go and do something fun. just recently, we went to uh, a Disney cruise. Went on a Disney cruise, and being able to spend that family time is probably the one of the highest um, highest highlights of my life. Just I love spending time with my family. Yeah, well, and I can tell just just by listening to you that that's a passion of yours too, is to be there for them. For all of our listeners today who are business owners, what call to action would you challenge? them to in order to grow their business? Faith, persistence, and education. Um, I think those three keys are the things that have helped me get to where I am today. Um, Faith, because uh, it takes a lot of uh, guts to to be an entrepreneur. and and faith has a couple of components. It's a more of an a verb than than just a uh, just a word. It's a, it's the action. So um, so faith and then persistence because you got to be able to persist. You got to go through the ups and the downs. Um, mm-hmm. But I think other than faith, my favorite is education because uh, I think I, I snuck that in that I've read three or four hundred books. I lost count a long time ago, but. <laughs> um, <laughs> But the thing is, um, there was a day when I was reading book number one that I did not think that the uh, the books were doing anything. And it and it's so very interesting that learning is exponential; it's not linear. You could be reading for five years, and then you know, five year year one or five years and month one, you grow. It's just like an exponential growth explosion in your life and then things start taking off faster than you ever thought possible, but it's only because of the uh the luck, the preparation meeting opportunity that allows you to 
to take off like that. So um, I'm very passionate about my education. I'm very passionate about learning and studying and reading and growing. So I think if uh, if I could give any advice to the entrepreneur, it would be faith, persistence, and education. Yes, all three very, very good pieces of advice. And you're so right about the lifelong learning, especially in this world that we live in today where things change so much. If you're not constantly learning, then you're not just standing still. You're actually going backwards. And so so great of advice there. And, uh, you know, we just wish you so much success with your company, Justin, with J.H. Brooks and Company. I'm sure that we're going to be hearing more from you, and I just would ask you to keep in touch uh, with us as you grow. Absolutely. If anybody would like to get in touch with you right now, though, how would they do that? Do you have a website they can go to or an email address? Uh, you know, I actually am getting some updates done on my website, um, but you can email me at uh, Justin at justinbrooks.com. That's justin at justinbrooks.com. Um, if you want to uh, call me, there is. I, I'm feel free to give me a call. Uh, my phone number is eight one six five zero zero nine eight three five. It will be uh, justinbrooks.com when my website is loaded, which uh, or uploaded, when, which should be in the next couple of weeks. Okay, Justin at justinbrooks.com and justinbrooks.com here uh, in just a few weeks on the website. Thank you again so much for sharing your story. We wish you much continued success. Thank you so much. And if you'd like to learn more about how to grow your business, please visit our website at ithinkbigger.com. Follow us on Facebook at Thinking Bigger Business Media or on Twitter at I Think Bigger. Have a great weekend. We'll see you next week. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.